0: Hello and welcome to Voices of District 303, a periodic podcast to celebrate the people and programs of St. Charles, Illinois Community Unit School District 303. I'm Dr. Jason Pearson and I have the honor of serving as superintendent of schools and today I will be your host. Today we have as our guest, St. Charles East High School senior, Bilal Kareem. Welcome, Bilal.
1: Thank you, Dr. Pearson. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, this is a really great opportunity to talk about a lot of the opportunities that we have at the high school, and I'm excited to share my experience with you.
0: Great. Well, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, and we're going to see in just a minute when we talk about all of the different things and that you're involved in at the high school, exactly how fortunate we are to be able to find some time that we can, can sit and, and talk about some of these um, areas and interests. Um, you know, it's been a very challenging year in our school district because of the pandemic. And, you know, many people might think that because, you know, we've had to find so many different ways to provide learning for students, that some of these things aren't even happening. But yet, in addition to, bringing classroom experiences to students every day. We've also tried to ensure that our students have access to all of the different programs that, um, you know, that are available that they might have interest in. So before we get started talking about any of the programs, why don't you just give us a little bit of information about you um, for our listeners?
1: Of course. Um, So as Dr. Pearson mentioned, my name is Bilal Kareem. I'm currently a senior at St. Charles East High School. And so, a lot of what I primarily enjoy uh, my time in is really working with the community, um, volunteering with new friends, um, and really taking on a lot of leadership opportunities presented at the high school.
0: Well, one of the areas that I know you're really interested in is, of course, science. um, And the sciences, we're going to see in just a minute, based on some of your activities, that there are several connections that you have with science. Um, Early in March, um, we were told that you were one of 10 students from around the state that you were chosen to be on the Illinois uh, Science Olympiad Youth Advisory Committee. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What is Science Olympiad?
1: Sure. So the Illinois Science Olympiad is a nonprofit organization devoted to improving the quality of science. Uh, Education, as well as increasing student interest in science and providing recognition for outstanding achievement in science education by both students and teachers. And so the Illinois Science Olympiad is really able to fill uh, these scholastic events through classroom activities, research, training workshops, um, and really all of it is based around the encouragement of intramural, district, regional, state, and national tournaments. It is a large organization that spans across the entire country. What makes this program different from any of its competitors is that we consistently look for excellence and receive outpouring support from all of our sponsors to support the work taking place at our meets. And so in the past, we've received help from Google, NASA, and even the CDC. I was selected to be part, uh, the representative for the first Illinois Science Olympiad Youth Advisory Committee To start it off, as a young kid, my passion was built around problem solving and addressing many of the pressing concerns faced by society. You know, as time went on, I became intertwined with navigating complex obstacles and absolutely admired a hands-on approach. And so this is what really led me to participate in Science Olympiad, more specifically starting out at the middle school level and then making a strong decision to continue at the high school level.
0: Tell us a little bit about kind of how the team is structured
1: and what the competition looks like. We have 22 students on the St. Charles East High School team and it's all really dependent on how many students are willing to participate. Uh, We have both a junior varsity and a varsity team. A lot of them are very passionate about biology, chemistry, physics, um, astronomy. And so this is a really, really great opportunity for them to engage with the material that we have and these events specifically.
0: What is kind of a day in the life of a
1: meet? We prepare for the event, you know, a couple months in advance and every, um, it's usually takes place on a Saturday. And so that morning of the Saturday, we arrive at school early, bright in the morning. We bring all of our materials and all of our events, because some of these events that students partake in have items where you need to bring in specific materials. And so that could really include um, building a demonstration model, having um, the necessary requirements to fulfill those, as well as being able to put together a build a vehicle. And so the competitions go on for the entire day, as well as uh, some other opportunities at the end where awards are um, announced. And so during the time that students have off, we actually are together in a classroom preparing for those events.
0: So what's an event that maybe you've participated in recently that you could tell us more about?
1: Sure, so I specifically focused in on um, protein modeling, which is an event that is all based around biology and chemistry and the way that atoms and molecules interact. And so what this event involves is students um, originally need to build a model of a given protein and they need to construct that according to the instructions that are provided by the Science Olympiad. And so these guidelines change from competition to competition, each build is different as well as on the unseen, on students will be required to take a test. And there is also another build on site model where students will have to use technology and computers to create that model. And so this is a really, really awesome way for students to dive deeper into the field of science, but also implementing technology as that's a very important part of our society. And so it really, really helps to give leverage to understand the structure, right? So when we think about chemistry and we think about biology, We always want to focus on the structure and how these things actually look, because when we physically place them in water or other particles, that's how we interpret their effectiveness.
0: Wow, that sounds fascinating. It's just great that we can find so many ways to connect what we're learning at school to these kind of authentic real world kinds of problems and scenarios, which is exactly what we want in our district as we think about providing our students with authentic learning experiences. So in addition to just participating on the East team, you are on this state advisory committee. Can you tell us a little bit about how you were selected and what does that group do?
1: Sure. Um, I was privileged enough to receive an invite from both of our high school coaches who suggested that I apply for the program. The process to becoming a committee member is very complicated in the sense that it requires students to be excelling in their community, both inside and outside the classroom, but also have a strong desire for mathematics and science. Our role is to advise each chapter across the state of Illinois. There are currently 10 students. The driving force behind the formation of this organization was to continue educating the next generation of scientists, physicians, and healthcare professionals. For the past few months, our duties have revolved around gaining insight into what takes place at each club, what are the roles assigned to each individual, and how many students regularly participate in competitions. So just recently, we sent out a survey within various counties to see what problems we needed to address. Some of the questions included safety, teamwork and preparation efforts. We've also established a protocol for ideal science Olympiad teams, which includes fostering connections between peers, putting aside pride and never hesitating to take a risk. We wanna make sure that all students have access to these resources to continue pushing the limits of science, technology engineering, and mathematics. We want to build a strong bond between teams. We want to see teams reaching their full potential. We wanna see teams qualifying for state and national championships. We've looked at putting together workshops and an instructional guide that can lay the foundational groundwork for what students can expect. We want to have parents, family, and siblings actively involved in guiding and serving as role models for their children. It sounds like this
0: is a really great opportunity, and they found the right person to, to share um, his excitement, energy, and passion for Illinois Science Olympiad, and I, I look forward to hearing really great things about the organization going forward. So as you graduate um, this year, will you continue in this leadership role going forward, or is this going to just be for the rest of the year?
1: This position will be up until the end of the year.
0: About this time last year, we were all involved in responding to the pandemic, thinking that it would be possibly a short-term situation where we might need to um, pause our in-person learning and and have some kind of remote experiences. And um, it became very obvious as the spring went on last year that this was going to go on for a little bit longer. And you volunteered to serve on one of our district committees, the D303 Reopen Task Force. In particular, you were on the Health and Safety Committee. How did you find out about the committee opportunity?
1: I was contacted by our principal, Mr. Jim Richter, with a great opportunity on whether or not we wanted to participate in such a rewarding experience. I was very excited at the time. I was very, very passionate about public health and the safety and success of our students. So why
0: do you think it's important when we work through a process like this to have a student voice at the table?
1: Our committee really primarily focused on sustaining outcomes relating to classroom layout, flow, cleaning processes and protocols, and really making recommendations about the implementation. It's very crucial to have a student voice present in all these topics because students need to hear from other students. A student voice is very, very important and it can help to lead further communication, as well as strengthening um, the connection between all of our students.
0: So as you think about kind of how we um, designed this school year, is there something that you can think of or can can um, identify that would that would show how you had an impact or contribution? Was there a moment that you realized that you made a difference by serving on this committee?
1: Really, the self-certification form was a very important part of the project. This is how we are able to make sure our staff um, and students are symptom-free of COVID um, and really a lot of the um, other symptoms that might occur. Um, And this was quite unique in the sense that we had to design and implement ideal scenarios that would be tailored to the responses entered. This instrument is invaluable, giving us the capacity to examine whether or not kids have been exposed to the virus and a better indicator of contact tracing. And so, Personally, to me, this was a really, really great opportunity to provide insight from a student's perspective on what the form should look like, how it should be completed, and the other steps that, be, that should be required to really see how would we want this to be formulated? What should the responses be if we see a student who's coming in with a, a symptom or you know, nausea or fever or anything of that sort?
0: Well, we certainly appreciate your contribution to the committee. Um, We definitely wanted student voice as part of the the process. We knew that it was important to understand how students would experience the school day as we thought about all of the different health and safety protocols that we needed to put in place. Um, And so we appreciate you volunteering to be on that committee. I know that there are other um, volunteer opportunities that you take advantage of, and maybe at least one that has a connection um, to your interest and love for science. Um, What are some places that you volunteered um, other than for school district?
1: I've been a volunteer for the St. Charles Public Library for the past seven years. So it's been a really, really great feeling to contribute effectively throughout all the different tasks I've been assigned. Um, I've actually transitioned a couple of times. I first started out um, in the youth services department. I then moved over to the circulation department. I was a circulation shelver um, picking and pulling holds. And that was a really, really great feeling because I got to interact with a lot of customers. I completed 100 hours of volunteer service.
0: So one of the themes that keeps coming up as we're having our conversation is really your interest in pursuing various leadership opportunities. Um, we talked about Illinois Science Olympiad. I know that you are a class officer as vice president of the class of 2021. You serve as the vice president of Future Doctors of America. Um, you are the president of Skills USA. So you, in addition to Science Olympiad, there are other organizations that you're involved in where you have a chance to really um, grow and, and, and use your leadership skills. Um, so... What would you say you've learned about leadership through all of these various leadership opportunities that you've had at the high school?
1: I'm glad you asked that question. My freshman year, I was invited to uh, attend the Rotary Youth Leadership Conference, which was sponsored by the St. Charles Rotary Club in East Troy, Wisconsin, um, as part part of the, the leadership conference. And so there were a lot of speakers, and so that was a really great opportunity that provided me with a lot of leadership experience. You know, I've learned a lot of different tactics, a lot of different strategies in my time over the past four years. I was also selected to take part in the Duquesne Leadership Conference. We meet with students from all over the nearby school districts, Batavia, Geneva, St. Charles North, and we all bust over to Batavia where the event took place, and we would talk about a lot of what the activities that we do at the high school level. And so we mentioned about our homecoming opportunities, um, how we can each student council representative can be a chair or um, on that committee to lead that as well as what they um, can expect to really improve engagement. Engagement is a very, very strong concept um, nowadays and how we see our participation, especially uh, with the pandemic we've we've seen that our The amount of people that we're getting coming to our clubs is a little limited we understand everybody has a busy schedule, but we really want to make sure that during these tough times, we can all stay very connected and close knit.
0: So future doctors of America is one of the organizations that you serve as the Vice President of can you tell us a little bit about that club, how long has it been in existence at East High School and what is kind of the purpose of that particular organization?
1: Future doctors of America is essentially a club that plans, leads, and conducts um, medical and physician talks. And so what we do is we gather physicians from the local community to um, speak about their experiences, career plans, and the practice environment. And so this really gives students um, a stronger sense of what pathway is right for them, traditional or non-traditional, and how they can build um, a strong connection at a young age to further answer your question, the club was um, created about five years ago. We have a lot of members. We have about 53. The first physician talk that we held this year was with an anesthesiologist who brought a lot of insight into what medicine is, his experiences within uh, working within a hospital environment, and his practice specifically, the scope of what he does. And so it's really great to see that these community leaders, people who we look up to during the pandemic, have come and offered their expertise and wisdom with us during these um, very, very crucial times. And so we want to learn about what goes on in their lives so that our students can determine whether or not this is the right career for them.
0: So science, leadership, all of these opportunities that you've pursued, volunteering at the library, Um, Very soon, the school year is going to be coming to an end, and you're going to be one of our graduates. Um, I'm happy to say we are having graduation um, at the NIU um, Husky Stadium, so we're very excited to be able to host that event this year. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing after you graduate?
1: Of course. So, really, I've been focused on engaging in you know research opportunities um, and developing my niche. So. After I graduate high school, I'm very keen on pursuing um, a career in bioengineering, um, biology, or biomolecular engineering, which are a lot of really really great science-heavy majors. And so during that time, um, I really do plan to conduct some additional research. I should also mention that you know since I was a young kid, I've always been very passionate about um, becoming a physician, and you know really going deeper into neurosurgery. Um, I've always loved psychology, you know, really imagining tiny cells, those neurons, causing even the slightest of movement to occur. And I just felt that, you know, no other um, really specialty or career in medicine would, you know, would really fulfill that mental stimulation. So it was really a calling in disguise to be able to develop um, a passion for something at such a young age. But I do really hope to Um, pursue down this route, as well as uh, becoming a physician scientist, obtaining both my um, MD and PhD so I can be engaged with a lot of those research opportunities um, down the line.
0: Well, it sounds like you have a lot of school ahead of you as you begin to prepare for these careers. Bilal, have you picked a school yet? Do you have a place that you want to go, or have you identified some choices and narrowed your field?
1: One of the biggest schools that I'm very, very keen on attending is the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Um, this has always been a great institution for the past few years. I've learned more about it in great depth and detail. The engineering program is exceptional. The liberal arts and sciences program is exceptional. The molecular and cellular biology program is one of the best in the country. These past few years, the program has just generally um, become stronger uh, in, in its competitiveness. So um, I'm very, very focused on leaning towards there to be able to pursue my career in. Um, take on the next set of leadership opportunities and make a big difference in the community as well as um, our environment.
0: Well Bilal, we appreciate all that you've done in our district as you've contributed to our high school programs as well as uh, to our greater community. We look forward to hearing great things from you and about you as you leave us uh, and graduate and move on to your next uh, step in your educational journey. I just wanna thank you so much for coming and talking with us today and sharing some of your experiences and we wish you the best going forward.
1: Thank you, Dr. Pearson. It's been a pleasure speaking with you.